Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Steve, what? Stop, be normal. You're like... The, you're like uh... <laughs> Donna was just doing choreography to this song. You remind, <laughs> you remind me of Kristen Wiig in that sketch on the Lawrence Welk Show. Now the Valerie oh, yeah, sisters. With the doll hands. Yes, everybody else was just on point. Then she would come in with the yeah doll She's hands. Like, and she, I'm Judy. And Mom keeps me in the attic. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Remember, like her hairline started. Halfway back her head. You know that, that um, there was a, what do you call it, like an emoji of that? <laughs> and that was my um, profile picture on Facebook for years. And somebody was like, can you please get rid of that picture? Mike, could like, you no. find us uh, an yeah. old clip of Kristen Wiig? Doing that. What do you call that segment? Lauren, the Lawrence Fred, Welch show. Fred, um, Fred Armisen was in it. Yeah. Oh no! Oh my gosh! That was just so funny. You know, I know we're supposed to talk about music here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Are you going to spoil the Mandalorian here? We just had a conversation where you said, "How caught up are you?" I said, "I'm an episode behind," and you're like, "Oh, what'd you think of that last episode?" As I was trying to remember the episode, she was like, "Oh, this new episode was so good. I'm going to talk about it." And now we're back. And then she did weird choreography to the song. <laughs> and now we're back. Sorry. Don't spoil anything. I do not like that song, by the way, from Megan Trainer. I'm sorry, Megan. You, you seem like a lovely person, but your music sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Speaking of music that sucks. Oh, okay, here we go. I like chasing cars. <laughs> Oh my god. This is good. This will be the one where she does like a big run on. A sweet dream. And here comes Donna. I found a dead cat on the side of the road. So I took it home and put some honey on it. And I cooked it and then I ate it. What a great idea, too. Whoever, I'd love to know who's in the writer's room that thought that up. Did Kristen have the idea? Yeah, oh my God. So brilliant. (laughs) That is classic. Oh my gosh. We digress. Anyway, so The Mandalorian. Mm You know, when Baby Yoda's not in an episode, the episodes feel too long. Like your favorite characters. The I think the last episode, episode three was their longest of the season two is okay. clocked in close to an hour and it's about that doctor what's his face yes yes right? yeah so I it's like about that, that guy L fifty two yeah um I kind of liked it because I but they do this without warning sure there's no lead up to why we're talking about this new character who well what just do you appears. want them to do uh coming up tonight on an all-new baby yoda list mandalorian i don't know and nobody wants it to you keep watching because but no it's good. good but then the episode after that yeah whoa 
Now, that's the one that came out last week, and there's a new episode that drops today. I know. So you got to catch up. you got to catch up. Because the last episode, at first I was, like, annoyed, and then the last episode, I'm like, oh, no. Like, there's a big cliffhanger. Really? Big. Wow. Very big. What a big, <laughs> beautiful. That's great. I know, right? All right. I'll, maybe I'll watch it. All right. I think you should. Anyway, I just want to tell uh, people Shania Twain, Gwen Stefani, Alanis Morissette have all been added to uh, the list of performers for the CMT Music Awards. That will get me to watch. CMT Music Awards, different from the CMAs. Correct. This is the actual channel. Okay. The TV channel CMT. All right. Country gotcha. Music Television, which is kind of annoying. I just want, just want everything to be easy to find. You know, I don't want to have to go to... To be or yeah. not to be yeah. or um, <laughs> Pluto. Oh, it's yeah, just, Pluto. It's, you, I just don't want to look, but I don't have CMT anymore, so I guess I can't watch it. Can I come over? I don't ever want that. Fine. Sorry. <laughs> you know, um, this is random and, and pop culture, and then I have a Darius Rucker story, but it was clanging and banging this morning. I was at the gym. And I look up, Mike, I wonder if this will hit for you. This will be a miss for Donna. Okay. But for, for our generation, stay by the bell? Yeah. Okay. So I looked up and they were, do you remember the the um, the summer season where they were at that beach club? With, I don't. Oh, my. It was my, a little, yeah. Was, oh, Stacey Carosi. Okay. Who was played by, oh, my gosh, Donna, what's her name? Kevin James's wife, Leah Remini. Okay. On television, not right. in real life. Okay. Um. Oh, but well, this is not going to hit. But for anybody out there who watched that season, I didn't realize she was on that show. She was, but only during this special summer season where they all were out of high school on summer break and they all went and worked at this beach club, okay, like in Malibu. Oh, fun! And it was fun. Oh, it sounds like a fun episode. And maybe it was only like ten or twelve episodes, a shortened season. But gosh, I really remember that. And I just thought, as a kid, that looks so awesome. Working there looks so fun. Yeah. But there was the volleyball episode where they were doing a big volleyball game and. If if Zach Morris's team won, he would get the keys to this new car. Which, by the way, spoiler: they win, and it ends on a freeze a freeze frame. Classic '90s sitcom, right? Of you earned it, Morris, and then throws the keys up in the air as the music hits. Dun, oh, nice. dun, dun, and you're like, yeah, you got it. But we never saw him grab it because they freeze the frame right before. But they they were the playing catch. volleyball, and then they had this ringer who came in, this six foot nine string bean of a guy who could play at the net and crush, and was going to win for the beach club. I just looked up and I thought, I bet you there are a lot of people from my generation that know this exact. Like if you just show them a freeze frame of that show, that scene, they would know everything about it. That a was question. a dumb story in hindsight to share on the air. Can I ask why you shared that? We would need a doctor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know okay. why I went there. And now this. Darius Rucker and Tiger Woods play golf together, I guess. Yeah, I think they're friends. That's kind of Clearly, fun. Clearly, obviously. Um, yeah, they're they're buds. And Darius Rucker was recently talking about his love of golfing and his good buddy Tiger Woods. And he said, obviously, you know, Tiger always wins. He also says, Darius Rucker, that he's lost thousands of dollars to Tiger Woods. So they're they're ponying oh, up. Oh wow! They're both loaded, and they're like, "What do you want to bet?" Uh, and also, the sort of the takeaway of the story was Tiger talks a lot of trash, apparently, to Darius Rucker. And Darius is like, "Dude, 
Like I can't believe you're talking trash to me. What's going on? You're the you're number one. I'm like number seven million. Why are you doing this? But some of these guys are relentless. It's like that Tom Brady book that I'm listening to. It's actually about the New England Patriots called It's Better to Be Feared. Boy, Brady was what an animal. Some people are just born with a competitive drive. And boy, that guy, that guy has it. That book so far, maybe five chapters in, I'm maybe a couple hours into a night. 19 hour book uh, on Audible. But wow, really, you're, you're really like good. killing it with the in the reading department. Not really. I haven't been reading a ton. But you've listen. Right. I'm listening. Do you prefer listening? No, I prefer reading, but I know on a drive into work, I'm going to have 30 or 40 minutes of just that you I can just out. I can really get through some stuff here and have undivided attention. If I want to read at home, it requires like the kids pretty much have to be in bed or I have to tuck away into a room because I don't read well when there's a bunch of activity happening. And sometimes it just gets so loud in my house. I'm sorry. Sometimes I just throw out the dad thing of like, guys, can we just, let's just quiet. We, let's just do a little quieter, huh? Yeah. Do make it a competition. They're a little past Whoever that can, now. you know, be quietest, the longest will win whatever's in this bag. And then have all sorts of treats in a bag. And, and the bag is melatonin. Mystery bag. <laughs> <laughs> you win. I love it. Hey, can I ask you a quick question? Okay. What does this mean? We just got an email from Faye and it says, I think the new game, the Amazon game, mm-hmm. should be called Danity. Donna says it after every no. I think that that was a typo. What is it I that I that say? I think that maybe you said dang it. Oh. Did you say dang it? I don't recall saying dang it. Do you say it in your life? Not really. Hmm. Respond to her and say, Faye, respectfully, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> okay, we'll do. Okay, and All then right, we'll get an answer go. to that. When we come back, what do we got? Oh, oh, oh this is great. Uh, there are, there's a very, very specific group of people that are meeting in New York. You could argue this is very, very non-inclusive, but I bet you'll be on board with it. I'll tell you about it when we come back. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We got Mike the Zamboni here with us. Thank you for being here, Mike. You're doing a great job. Uh, You like it more than Bradley and Doug? Oh, way more when I'm in here with you guys. Good answer. Yeah, the right thing to say. Just don't listen today from 12 to 3 if they ask him that question. <laughs> I have a feeling it'll be hurtful toward us. Uh, thank you all for gathering here today. There is something happening in New York. It is a gathering. It is very exclusive. And by that, I mean very non-inclusive. Oh, no. About as non-inclusive as... A gathering could get, frankly. Oh. And I think virtually everyone listening will be okay with it. Have I got your attention? What a tease, Stevie boy! There is a gathering of Ryans. What do you mean? According to the New York Times, if you believe in that, there is a monthly Ryan meetup for Ryan's monthly at Ryan McGuire's bar and restaurant in Manhattan. Oh, that's cute. I no, wish I do that with Gary. But here we go. No non Ryan's allowed. That's that means you're probably going alone. Presumably. 
They, uh, the Morning Brew writes about it. They say this Ryan Congress builds on a rich tradition of people gathering for no apparent reason other than they share the same first name. In the past two years, Josh's have convened in Nebraska for the annual Josh fight to raise money for charity. Do they really fight? There's another one in the UK that happened in 2019 where 433 Nigels got together. Oh my God. To quote, celebrate Nigelness. Oh. Before the name goes extinct, I guess they're concerned about Nigel like we were here about Gary. No one in the country named their baby Nigel in the year 2020. That's surprising. Nigel's kind of a cool name. It's very British sounding. Very. It's exotic. Hi, I'm Nigel. Hi. I'm Nigel. Hi, I'm Donna. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Hi, I'm Nigel. Shut your face. Hello, I'm Nigel. There you go. Bloody Yes. Anyway, how about that? Bunch of rides. So my question is, Donna, if you found out locally... In Bloomington, okay, because I know you're going to be like, I don't want to drive there. (laughs) In Bloomington. The answer is yes. There is a gathering of Donna's. Would you go? Yes. Would you really? Yeah. I would just stop in and get my free drink. No, but you have to like stay and socialize. Two hours hanging out with Donna's. Hmm. Find what sort of commonality you have with these people. Our name. Well, that's a start. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But how is one Donna's journey different from yours? But what if they find out that you're a big radio star? Then it's like, hey, Donna, get over here. Guess what? It's Donna. Hey, guess what? You're emceeing this event. Oh, boy. Boy, I do. I know someone who, if I see someone, let's say this person, I know that they are going to no matter if they bumped into me a week before or it's been a year, this person will cut the crap and go right to asking me to help out at an event. I don't know this person super well, but this happens. And I said to my wife, that's hard to be put on the spot like that. Yeah. But on the flip side, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Opportunistic. Yeah, you gotta... Seize the day. Yes. Open the gates and seize the day, but as you Lucy's no... taught us. But you have no problem saying no. I am, I am probably better at saying no than you. A hundo percento. <laughs> I remember even when um, when I started working at Twin Cities Live, I, I, you know, you start getting requests for things. And then I like crafted a no email. Oh, just to be like on standby? Yeah, so that I didn't have to rewrite it every time because I suck at typing. Oh. And then it was just like, look, here's the, and the, the reason is largely always the same, which is you can only agree to be a part of so many things. Um, at a given time right. with how you're trying to balance right. work and life and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you want to commit your full energy to the things that you commit to. And so I wish you well. 
And thank you for asking. And thank you for asking. But, but please don't a, ask again. That's a no for me, dog. Wow. Yeah, you just got to... Well, you know, I had a sales and sales management professor said, um, be gracious with people and ruthless with your time. I think it's a pretty cool quote. How many times a week do you think you say that? I've said that to you before. On the air. Multiple times on the air. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm never sure what you remember. Not because... Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. No, this is the year of the woman. And this is the year of the woman of a certain age. And that's not agey. I'm just saying you a lot of times don't remember things that I say to you. You know, I find this to be a problem. I think people... This is, this kind of reminds me of like a maybe what they teach at like some places like Learning Rx. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to teach... A group of people in the same way that you receive information, right? Correct. Because everyone receives information differently. Mm -hmm. So if you're telling me a story and I decide what the key words are in that story, but you don't know that. Correct. You decide the key words are something completely different. And if you bring it up using your key words. Yeah. And that doesn't trigger a memory for me. I'll be like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So let's just say I'm telling you a story mm-hmm. about this girl who used to work in my office when I lived in Georgia. Uh, Carol was her name. Blah, 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 blah. I go on with the story. Yeah. Three days later, I go, remember the story I told you about Carol? And you'd be like, what are you talking about? I'm Who's like, Carol. Yeah. I'm like, I was just talking to you about Carol two days ago. How do you not remember this? And all I remember is that story about the, somebody you worked with in Georgia in but the it's, office. It's yeah. filed away in my mind's filing cabinet. It's not under C for Carol. It's under G for Georgia. Correct. So I think there has to be some grace granted to people. Don't automatically think they don't remember stuff. They just aren't remembering your yeah, they key point. Filed it away differently. That's a really the mental filing cabinet yeah. is helpful. Because then you pull out you pull it out because you have it filed away as C. This is a story right. about Carol. And somebody else has it filed away in G. That mental filing cabinet, we could write a book and tour these fine United States. Thank you for um, understanding what I was saying. Hey, Conference of Hotel Workers. You guys ever have trouble remembering stuff? She's Donna and I'm Steve. And for the next two hours, (laughs) come on, let's go on a speaking tour. That'd be hilarious. We could do like Marty and uh, Steve. You mean Steve Martin and Martin Short. There you go. Okay. See what I did there? Oh, very good. Just testing your memory. Yes, fine. All right, this was a great time. Should we play a game? Let's play a game. Mike, we played the Amazon game during the first hour. Oh, how'd that go? Very poorly. Great. But I mean, we we got there. The letter was F, Mike. You say that like F is a letter that doesn't represent a lot of words. (laughs) You, they gave us F. Can you believe that, Mike? Can you believe that? Yesterday we got C. Now they give us F. What are we, alphabet robots? Uh, we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 651-641-1071. That's the number to call. And uh, you can play with us on the air. Everybody play along wherever you are. Good morning. Welcome back. Ah, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on my Talk 1071. Right. Oh, that was funny. I was all ready to talk. And then my tongue was like, not now. I'll do it again. Okay. Our next Pick Your Prize giveaway winner coming up at 11 o'clock. Yes, uh, very exciting. A few more days of this, you could win 100 bucks instantly and then be entered for a chance to win a $10,000 Pick Your Prize. Woo! 
It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. As uh, today, we've got an interesting theme. I think uh, these two will enjoy. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons comes out tomorrow Nash, around the U- U.S. What does? The movie Dungeons and Dragons. Honor oh, Among no. Themes. Please, themes, Mike. I believe no. it's called. Yep. Now, I, I, don't know, I don't know the first thing about Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know anything about it. But I do know a thing or two about board games. Oh, yes. Okay. And Dungeons and Dragons, of course, started as a tabletop board game. Uh, that's what our theme is today. It is board game trivia. Classic yeah. board game trivia. Yes. And we've got Gail on the line to play with us. Hi, Gail. Hi, Gail. Hi, Gail. You yeah. sound like quite Hello. a, quite a gal. Gail, it's nice to talk with you. What's your favorite board game? Um, Probably Monopoly. Well, you must have a lot of time on your hands. That game is eternal, don't you find that? It's a great family game. Yeah. You know, they have some new versions of Monopoly, too, where it really speeds up the game. Um, and I think they even have, like, a money gun now. They've really tried hmm. to modernize it. But the fundamental principles are still there, in case you were wondering, Gail. Hey, Gail, um, since we're off to a pretty hot start, you and me, how about this? I'm on a three-game losing streak which means I am ultimately the underdog when it comes to momentum. I would love the opportunity to team up with you today. I'll just say that. Uh, that being said, it is your choice. Who would you like to team up with, Donna or Steve? Um, I'm taking Donna. We're of the same age group, and girls represent. Yeah, Gail, Woo-hoo. my girl. <laughs> Bye, I Steve. so hard there. <laughs> All right, I will do my best. I don't know about this, but, oh, man. Gail okay. seems confident, so maybe she can help you out. And again, as Steve just mentioned, three-game winning streak for Donna. 35 for Steve, 25 for Donna. You are right back in the mix. You get a win today. We're back down to single digits away. Woo! All right, let's start it off again. It's board game trivia. These are all about classic board games. Uh, we will start it off with this one. The streets, avenues, and places that serve as properties in the classic Monopoly are all based on actual roads and areas in this U.S. city. Atlantic City. In the game of life, this is the highest paying career. Oh, gosh. I'm going to pass. In the game Scrabble, two letters have the value of 10 points. The letter Z and which other letter? I think X. Would you like anything repeated? The second one. In the game of life, this is the highest paying career. You've got 10 seconds. Uh, Financial... Wall Street dude, guy, person. Thank you. That is your answer. We will bring Gail back in here. And Gail, you heard all the questions. How you feel? Um, I can help with a couple. Okay. Ooh, can help with a couple. That's uh how'd you feel about the first one? The streets, avenues, places, the service properties, and the classic monopoly are all based on actual roads and areas in this US city. She said Atlantic City. I just wonder if it's New York. City, but wait, 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 wait! Get out, get out! What? She felt. No, sorry, Steve tried to walk in. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with New York City. Mm. Mm. Okay, it's your game. It's your game. I think you're wrong, but okay, okay. Well, then I'm going to go with Donna, Atlanta. (laughs) 
Atlantic City is what Atlantic she said. City. Sorry. Right. Uh, second one in the game of life. What is the highest paying career? She said financial advisor, oh, I... person, guy, thing, man. I think it's a surgeon. A surgeon. Oh, good one, Gail. Okay. In the game Scrabble, two letters have value of ten points. The letter Z and which other letter? She said X. Oh, only ten points. Yeah. So two I'm going to the... say a blank. Wait. Nope, nope. So two of the letters have 10-point values. So two of them have the value of 10 points. There, One is the letter Z, and then there's another oh, letter sorry. that has the value oh, of 10. Oh, I'm so sorry. Nope, yes, it is X. You think it's X? Okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. No, it's all good. All so good. Okay, we're going to bring your answers Steve back. In. We'll bring right, Steve back. Come on. Here he comes. All righty. Hey, man. You're going to do fine. Don't worry about it. All right. Hi, everybody. Hey, Steve. What'd you do out there? Uh, you know, I just kind of walked around. I have a little bit of a sore throat. So I texted my wife and I said, I think I have a little bit of a sore throat suddenly coming on. It wasn't here at the beginning of the show. Do you have any more of that airborne, Donna? Oh, wow. I'll have to look. Sorry. Maybe I answered the question more detailed than you were actually looking for. <laughs> I just walked around. A little bit. Hey, Mike. Hey, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right. All right. It is, of course, board game trivia. We'll start it off uh, as you're... Sharing drugs. Okay, you ready to go? Yeah. (laughs) All right, we'll start it off with this one. The streets, avenues, and places that serve as properties in the classic Monopoly game are all based on actual roads and areas in this U.S. city. Pass. In the game of life, this is the highest paying career. Atlantic City. In the game of life, this is the highest paying career. Doctor? In the game Scrabble, two letters have a value of 10 points. The letter Z and which other letter? I feel like it's X. Is a Q? I'm gonna go. Oh, Q. Can you say the first one again? The the first question. Yes. The streets of avenues and places that serve as properties of Monopoly are based on the actual yeah, areas of this U.S. City. city. Okay. Boy, that felt like a. That was not hard. Great. Let's run through this. Uh, the first one, the streets, avenues, and places serve as properties and Monopoly are all based on the streets of Atlantic City. Nicely done. You both got that one right. Gail Gail almost changed it to New York. Changed it to New York, but, uh, but I think she thought I said Atlanta. Yes, I think she did as well. And I wouldn't, uh, yeah, I wouldn't change any answer if you're confident about a New Jersey city. So I would just leave it there. Thank you. Um, uh, second one in the game of life, this is the highest paying career. Uh, Donna, can you please repeat your answer? No. It was, I think, financial advisor, <laughs> Wall financial Street Wall guy, Street person, dude. man, dude. Something like that. Um, uh, then did Gail, Gail change that? Gail did change it. Yeah. To surgeon, which is a more specific way of saying, doctor, I'm giving it to both of you. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. So two points apiece oh, going into no. the final one. Oh, this no. Is, I just totally. What did you say, Steve? I said Q. I started with That's X, pretty good. But I went to, as I was verbally processing Q, you gave me a look like, oh. And so I was like, is it Q? But I think, I don't know. I, I don't gave, know. Yeah, I, I, I showed you my cards. I was like, oh, crap. I think he's right. What'd you say, Donna? X. Oh, no. I think you're right. It's all come down to this. In the game of Scrabble, two letters Wait has a, a value. Hang on. Wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor Mike. I'm so sorry. No, Mike. you're all good. Listen, this would be a really Drama. cool thing that we could do. No, we're not just playing hear your me stupid out. game. No, just hear me out, Donna. <laughs> oh, I know. Listen, you heard Q and got excited. I got a- heard X and got excited. Do you want to swap our letters? No. That would have been fun, everybody. Sorry that Donna's lame. 
Respectfully. Go ahead, Mike. Here we go. In the game Scrabble, two letters have the value of 10 points. The letter Z and which other letter? K has the value no of... No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear oh. me out. K has the value of five. J and X have the value of eight. Q is the other one oh, with yes. the value no, of ten. Gail. Thank you for not and taking me up on my offer. Steve got it correct. Wow. wow. What a game. Wow. What a journey that was, huh? Yes. Sorry, oh Gail. Gail, I'm sorry that you didn't win. I feel badly. Thanks for trying to help me, though. Yeah, and you know what? As soon as he said it, I'm like, oh, of course it's Q. Yeah. Dang. Man. How many is J worth? J was is worth eight. J and X are both eight. K is five. Q and Z See, both now, ten. Now, Q seems like it would be a little easier than yeah, but, X. but the Q always, always needs, needs a U. U. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's what makes it tricky. Hey, can we give Gail the, the prize? Yeah, anyway? just give it to We him. certainly can. And that prize is a four-pack of Fandango movie passes to see the Super Mario Brothers movie, Woo! plus a prize pack from the film. It's going to be in theaters coming up April 7th. Nice. Congratulations, Gail. Thank you. Thanks, Gail. Bye. Isn't QI a word? Yes. Right? Isn't you were that- words with friends player, weren't you? Um, no, oh. I never played that. No, but my, I honestly, I just played Scrabble for the first time in my life. Like, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 years ago when my sister came to visit me and she's loves, she loves Scrabble. And I'm like, you know, I've never really played. Let's play. Anybody yeah, who's played fun. words with friends knows the little QI cheat where you just put Got that it. on next to a triple letter or triple word score, triple letter score. And right. You get a whole bunch of points. Dang. You know what key means? Um, I can't I recall. Or, or is this how you spell chi? A circulating life force whose existence and properties are the basis of much Chinese philosophy and medicine. That is pronounced chi, I think. Mike, uh, we'll we'll let him finish up with Gail, and then we'll find out. We should play Scrabble sometime at your house with the whole family. I don't think Scrabble All is right. the right game. Fine. Maybe this will be the year that we let you meet Dev, though. If he really exists. Well, I mean, you haven't exactly been knocking down our door trying to meet him. You've seemed a little distant, to be honest. He's been alive for three and a half years now. <laughs> Come to think of it, I don't even know that I recall a gift. Did you get him a, a onesie or anything? Yeah, I think I did give you a gift. Like Radio Junkie? Yeah, or... I give you like a few gifts in one. Really? Okay, in that case, <clears throat> You're they are both remembered. I don't recall getting a thank you note, actually, <laughs> now that you bring it up. You know, I still contested there was even a gift. What was the gift? I don't know. It was like a teddy bear and like two outfits. Hmm. Of course there was a gift. Well, then of course there was a thank you. <laughs> hey, Mike, how do you think you pronounce Q-I? Chi. And there you go. Well, I'll be darned. You were right, Steve. <sighs> On that note, I'm going to take off. No, <laughs> no, no. Give me my intro. I have oh. a tip. Oh, you do? Yeah, I have a tip. All right. Here comes nothing. Time for a tip. Everybody Not here goes nothing. Everybody on the show gets Wow, what a difference a word makes. Lose the intro, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> wow. Here goes nothing is like, let's give this a whirl. Here comes nothing is basically, blatantly undercutting yes, my story. Basically telling you to shut off the radio. This is going to be stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, there's a parenting expert that says there's one phrase that every parent should use when talking to their child. I thought this is pretty good. I don't think I've ever heard this or said this. 
She says what you should do to help your children trust you more, and this can even help with bad behavior, is to look at your child and say, it can be really hard to be a kid, right? And just saying that, it doesn't have to be that verbatim, but that sentiment communicated from parent to child shows them that you understand their point of view, you're with them, and it tells them, it validates to them that just because you're little doesn't mean your life is not complicated. I love it. That's um, a great tip. And they say you're really connecting to a reality that very few adults actively name for their kids. So just saying that, they don't have jobs. They don't have, you know, they're not overseeing families and dealing with different stressors and bills right. and all that. But remember what it was like when you were 8 and 10. Well, your world is this big. And so you have a little problem. It's a big problem. Yes, exactly. Aww. You have friend dynamics and all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Aww. Told you the first time I did an uh, airborne, I didn't know it was an effervescent. Yeah, you thought you'd put it on your tongue. <laughs> You're not very bright. You're mm. spraying like air freshener in your underwear. You're... Mm. Putting an, a fizzy in your mouth that belongs in a cup of water. Well, there should be large print on the package that says, do not place in mouth. Put in water. Alka-Seltzer? I don't know if Alka-Seltzer says on the package, like, do not place That's in mouth. That's what I'm saying. All right. Do I have a lawsuit on my hands here? You're somebody's dad. That's scary. Donna! What? Not you. I didn't mean you. But you looked at me. Oh, shoot. We should go. All right. We're running a little late. But when we come back, oh, Kelly Ripa is uh, wah-wang about a little something. She's not wah-wang about something. She's my best friend, Donna. I know. She's opening up in Variety about her journey there at Live, um, something that she didn't have for years while working on the show. Sort of surprising, Donna. Mm-hmm. That, when we come back. It's Don- Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve. It's Donna and Steve. It's us. Steve forces me to listen to stories during the commercial break. Then he forces, starts playing videos. Forces you to listen to stories. From That's Dumb and Dumber. Talking. Yeah, but the things you choose to talk about are not... Ladylike. <laughs> That's all. I, yeah. Hey guys. I'll say this. I'm not gonna get to we're not gonna talk about what we just talked about. No. She listened to it. I had her watch a dumb and dumber scene. There's a very famous Jeff Daniels dumb and dumber scene. I I had a pretty tall glass mm. of prune juice yesterday. Mm. And I just will say, and I'm not gonna get gross about this, <laughs> although Amy's on vacation. It, yeah, but Okay. Oh, I think Dan is too. Okay. Um, no, I just saw he's down there. Oh, he is. Okay. Um, it is unbelievably effective if you are just having little tummy troubles, feeling a little bit backed up. Prune juice for me, for my money, better than Miralax. Miralax does things differently. It's it, it, there. There are different sorts of laxatives that work in a different way. All I know is prune juice. Within a couple hours. Do you ever Crazy. feel like you're held hostage for three hours somewhere? I get the feeling Just you're two. not talking. <laughs> <laughs> Just two. <laughs> Mike, come on. I saw you nodding when I brought I up I know prune what juice. scene you're talking about. No, I was nodding at the scene. Because oh. I was trying to figure out which Dumb and Dumber scene it was. Then you said prune juice, and, and then, then it was pretty obvious. And then we're running late to come back. He's like, no, wait. Wait, there's one more. One more. Just wait. Wait <laughs> till the end for a little one. <laughs> What a scene. I saw that scene, that Dumb and Dumber bathroom scene with Jeff Daniels when Jim Carrey's character, uh, Lloyd Christmas, has 
poisoned him, so to speak, because Jeff Daniels gets the date with the girl that Jim Carrey was after, and then he puts laxative in his coffee. So then when he gets to the girl's house, he's like, you know what, can I use your bathroom for a second? And right as he nears the bathroom, you know, we've all had the moment where your stomach is like... Yeah, there's no turning back. Yeah, the Demogorgon is here, and your life is now different. For fast, effective relief. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's It's been so long since I've watched that movie. So good. So bad. I hate that movie. <laughs> it is so childish. Yeesh. But then again, Bridesmaids also had a scene like that. Which it, was, that was so mm-hmm. funny. That was such, that was Melissa no, McCarthy good. in that She's scene. She's good. She's a funny person. She is so funny. Anyway. Speaking of ah. the bathroom... Um, Kelly Ripa was talking with um, Variety, and they they are doing a, an issue where they're talking about essentially you know powerful women in the entertainment industry, and uh, so she was featured there. And the the headline reads here on Variety.com: Kelly Ripa battled outrageous sexism as she became daytime's top st- uh, top star. I don't think they wanted to pay me. They had to pay me. So she was, at a different point in the article, was talking about, um, you know, fighting for salary increases and big money. And, you know, if you don't fight for it, who's going to fight for it, right? And And she was the best person for the job. At that time, when they were auditioning people, I mean, she is the perfect person for that job. Well, I think now she's been there for uh, north of 20 years. So it was back in 2001 that she teamed up with Regis. Um, And then she had her, what was it, four-year run with Michael Strahan. And then wrapping up six years with Ryan Seacrest, and then Mark Consuelos is uh, wow is heading in after that. But yeah, so she was able to really carve that out. But I thought this was an interesting article because they were in it. Uh, they mentioned that she didn't have her own office when she got the job. So think like this is you know live. I mean this this show. It's 2001. Uh, much had been made about who's going to take over for Kathy Lee Gifford. Right. We were talking during the break. I would just assume that you would have your own desk and office area working hmm. on that show. Millions of people watching it all over. Yeah, a TV show, I would say. I guess I would expect even a shared office with, with your, your co-host. co-host. Yeah. yeah. Um, she said that when she started as Regis Philbin's co-host, uh, she did not have her own office. It took them four years to clean out a janitor's closet and put a desk in it so that she could have a place to put her things. Wow. Let us just hang on one more second, Kelly. We just need to get this mop out of here, and it should be good to go. I wonder what she did with her things. Great question. Just leave them in the green room or in the back backstage? Maybe in a makeup room. You oh, know? yeah, I mean, like they a have, dressing room. They have a traditional kind of office area upstairs, but then maybe, yeah, maybe you're just finding yeah. an open desk up there or something like that. So do you think those hosts have any... They're not producing, right? They're just hosting the show. They're well, not. They're executive producers of the show as well. Okay, they're, so they're they call. EPs. Okay, yeah. so they could call the shots on for sure. Guests that they would like to have on versus, yeah, no, we don't want him, but we definitely want to talk to him. He's got a new movie. Blah blah blah. Right. My, yeah. My understanding is that they're both co-executive producers with Michael Gelman. Got and it. And so, yeah, you all um, get say in those sorts of decisions got and things it. like that. But the interesting thing about it is, um, it, so I think I hear live and growing up watching that with my mom when back in the Regis and Kathy Lee days, I would assume glamorous office, just everything is just shiny and and glitzy and glamorous. And then when I've been out there, you come to find out 
in the same way that Twin Cities Live shoots out of this building Mm -hmm. where there's a newsroom and all of that, likewise, live is at the local ABC affiliate. They don't have their own standalone studio area per se. I mean, they have their own studio where where they shoot their show, but like they're... The guys who run camera there are going to go and do the 11 o'clock news, and 11 a.m. news at WABC right after that. And I remember when I was uh, I was there doing the radio show there, and it was like 11.30, and people start like knocking on the door, and I'm like, oh, they just don't know I'm in here still doing the radio show, because Kelly and Ryan, that show has wrapped for the day. Right, but you're still working I'm still here. working on this radio show from that New York makeup room where I was in, and essentially it was like, Somebody go. had to come in. They were like, we're so sorry, but we didn't know that you're going to be in here. And I have a news promo that I need to do soon. And it was just a news anchor who was like, this is where I get my hair done. So I just got to get my hair done here. Now, the magic of radio is we had an Internet connection. So I was just able to go into the next room. And oh, just you just carry, like the carry mic- your yeah. computer yeah, exactly. or whatever. But it is very. It's a it's a more humble situation. I think in Hollywood, you get big studios and, and all sorts of. Big offices were there. It started as a local show. Right. And so it has grown up from that. It didn't, nobody pitched the show as a huge national show. And that's how it started. It grew organically, which right. I think means then you have situations where it's like, why do I, why do I not have why an office? Why don't I have an office? But, it, but then if star. Regis had an office at the time, you're, if you're Kelly Ripper, you're like, why I should have, have an office? office. Shouldn't I have an office? Absolutely. But anyway, she's, she's got an office now. And, uh, and obviously it's just been super successful. I think she's on vacation right now. I saw a uh, beach picture of her and Mark, and uh, listen, I love them both, and I'm so happy for them, and I want them to to relax, and they get this time together before they launch their version, this next chapter of live coming up here in just a couple of weeks. What about my sweater? What about your sweater? So now she's on vacation. You're not getting that sweater back, dude. Well, I'll see her in court. I mean, what? Isn't that what people's court? Don't they do small things? Isn't that a nice sweater? It's It's Banana Republic. No, I got it for free, but still. She has olive oiled that sweater four times now. This is going to ruin my relationship with her because she's going to end up having bitter feelings about the sweater and it's going to get misdirected toward me. Well, the olive oil thing is really like if you did that to a T-shirt, guess what? You'd have oil stains all over your T-shirt. What do we got a laundry expert here all of a sudden? Hey, everybody. Here's Donna Valentine. Enjoy her TED Talk. Whatever. Ted Talk. Okay. Uh, we're hey, going to take a break. Yeah, we're going to have a pick your prize qualifier for 100 bucks when we come right back on My Talk 1071.